Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed, time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. I'm so excited for today's guest. She is most importantly, military spouse. And we want to say thank you to anyone that does service for our country. Thank you. She's an event planner, a community builder, a speaker. She transforms spaces and most importantly, hearts through experience design and purposeful planning, which is so on point. That's my thing. I love it. With a background in civil engineering, yes, she's an engineer, she brings her brilliance of problem solving and strategic thinking and design transformation and just transforms these experience into these amazing things. And her company also has an epic podcast. It's amazing. But as a voice for military, the military community specifically, She holds the title as the 2020-2021 AFI Air Force Spouse of the Year and advocates to strengthen military marriages on her internationally broadcasted podcast, Hearts and Stripes. She's the founder of Military Marriage Day, a national holiday celebrated annually on August 14th. Y'all, she just got back from the White House. It's a big deal. So Brie Carroll, welcome to the show. Brie and I have been friends for years, like years and years and years. And uh, like, I've watched you blossom and I went through the same thing. And so whenever Amanda got your uh, one sheet and I was like, looking, I was like, oh, like you have just leveled up so much and it's hard to transition. And and so that's what we're going to be talking about today is either transitioning full focus or, you know, I, I know a lot of people too, that will do what they're still doing and then, you know, dabble in things, but it doesn't grow as quickly when you don't yes. focus and you don't put out the right message. So Brie Carol, welcome to the show today. Angela, <laughs> thank you so, so much. I am really excited to chat with you. And this really feels like a full circle moment because even as I was looking back to prep for the, for the interview, I just was like, let me see when we actually connected. So I started listening to the podcast. So everyone who's listening, I am a fellow listener. I started listening in 2018. So that's when it was still wedding unveiled. And then what is it? The 22nd of January in 2019 is when you had that strategy one day. And I was so excited because I, at that point I'd committed to like, oh, I'm going to be in, you know, I'm actually going to be in business. I'm going to take it seriously. At the time, I was still full-time as a civil engineer. So I have that background working for the Air Force. And then I, I ran my business part-time um, and, and I was in weddings. So I was like, ooh, strategy day to start off January. I'm all in. So I went to the strategy day. It was phenomenal. We went all over the things. And I think what really drew me to you, Angela, and probably those who are listening 
is your focus on efficiency and, but not just that, but the reason behind it. Like, I love when you share the story of how you switched over from um, paper to using cloud-based softwares that spoke to my little engineering heart because it also frees you up to one, be able to look at data to better manage your business, but two, um, it gives you back that quality of life that I think people are really looking for in any business and industry. So that was 2019, went to the session. It was amazing. I was side-eyeing Angela a little bit because <laughs> she was the pivotal person who was just like, your community is the military. Lean in on that. And you were emphasizing yes. me niching down and talking to my community. And when I tell you, Angela, I don't even know if you know, but that has paid off in so many different ways to flash forward to today. Um, I am the founder of Military Marriage Day. So I created a holiday that is nationally recognized. We've got presidential proclamations working on a working on a presidential proclamation. We've got 18 state proclamations and it's serving our military community because even as I did that transition out of serving wedding clients, I still knew that I had a heart for the community. And I mean, my favorite part of a wedding anyway was the vows. So I was like, how do I create something that keeps my foot like in that area, but allows me to focus on areas of creating experiences and military marriage date ended up being one of those things. And then I guess the second part of that with the military community, because I listened to your advice, I also got my feature in Bride magazine talking specifically to military uh, ceremonies and weddings. So that is like, that was something that I experienced in 2019, implemented, and to see how that one nugget from that strategy session bloomed into what is today like this major holiday. And I just came from the White House and doing all this stuff like to advocate for the military community. It's just, it's just been really amazing to see how that one nugget has like turned into so many different things. I'm it like gives me chills, literally. I feel like, yeah, I, I mean, I remember when we were talking and you weren't even trying to tell me like that you were a military wife. Um, right. We were just talking. And I and I, I think I shared with you and, um, you know, yes. I don't talk about it a lot, but I'm like, well, I was married to someone in the military. And um, as someone who didn't grow up in that family, yes. um, and again, everything happens for a reason, right? Absolutely. So it's like what you sharing that story with me is like, um, you know, people are like, oh, you're a divorce wedding planner. And it's like, oh, I don't look at it like that at all. Right. Um, it's a choice. Right. He's mm -hmm. a good guy. He wanted, um, he, he was in the guard. He wasn't in the uh, military full time, which I believe your husband was in the military He's full time, still right? active duty full Okay, time. yeah. But you, you, um, and I went to, I think, I think I even told you this. I went to the wives meeting the very first time y'all, yeah. I was young. I was 21 years old. Okay. Yeah. So, and when you don't grow up around it, it is like so incredibly Such a shock. foreign. Yeah. And yes, culture shock. And so I left that meeting and I'll, I'll never forget driving home. Cause it was like an hour and a half away. And I called my mom and my parents and I'm like, I don't belong with these people. Like we're, mm -hmm. I'm like, first, none of them really 
they have a lot of children yep. and they don't really work and they don't had, I was the only one in the group that had, not only did I have a job at the hospital, um, I taught gymnastics and I had my little fun wedding business. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I just, I couldn't relate. And so when, when I met you and you were telling me all these things, I'm like, why are you not educated? I'm like, because there's people like me. I mean, we obviously, we were just married for a couple of years, but it, it didn't work. And it didn't yeah. work because we didn't have a communication process yeah. of how to communicate when you first get married. And then they're just like, peace out. I'm headed to war. Can't talk to you because my job right. is like super confidential. And it's just like, oh, and like FaceTime and that it just, none of that existed back then. Right. So, but like, that's where I'm like, you could, what I have learned over the years is we take ourselves for granted with the information we have because we do it every day. And we think that um, it's like, that's common sense, you know, and it, it isn't. And it's like the simplest, most simple information that you pay attention to. And then you actually listen and start implementing where it can completely turn it around. And um yeah, I remember saying I'm like, "Great, you got to be like the military girl." Like, yes. educate people because the more important piece to all of this, which you know this, is that the marriage and the wedding, that's supposed to be the fun part. Everyone's like, yep. "Oh, it's so stressful." I'm like, "Well, we don't make it stressful." Mm-mm. But but it's it's the after the wedding that exactly. people fall apart and the divorce rates and because there's no type of like and and I'm so glad counseling is like normalized now because yes. it's like the healthiest thing ever. Absolutely. Um it's so healthy, but like I mean, how many couples do you think that you have literally saved their marriage because you're working with them on how to better communicate? So it's the aftermath yes. or prepping before the wedding. Even more importantly, I mean, you know this about me. I'll look at couples and say, "Are you sure you want to get married?" Exactly. Like this is, it's work. It's work. Yes. You had this is not like a fun like let's play house kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And again, like that's the reason why we've transitioned. To even we don't do that many anymore. When we do, most of our clients are over thirty. They're entrepreneurs. They're they're well educated and they understand that you both have to show up as the A player in your team and work yes. as a team. And it's like, I just, it's not fun to work with people and and help them spend their money when you just know it's not going to work. Yeah. Um, That is why I made that transition. And and I love even following the transition that you've had um, as you've started to like tailor back on doing less events and and being really intentional about the the clients that you do take on and focusing more so on um, being a GSD leader, right? And, and teaching and training and, and really working with venues. So I'd love to see that transition, but you're absolutely right. I was the wedding planner who cared more if you're, if the couple would be together than your freaking linen colors. Like I I have, I carry that model over into how I frame my events business. Even now, it's not just the pretty for me. I believe heavily in strategy. And as it related to a couple, I could not best serve them because I did not want them to spend all of this money on a celebration that I knew would end in heartache if they weren't willing to have the hard, com- hard conversations first. So military marriage day, um, that is my way of staying connected to love and in that marriage union. Um, and it was a way for me to, to shine in a really 
incredible way that I didn't see in myself. So thank you, Angela, for pointing that out <laughs> with that even came. So that was 2019 when we had the strategy session in 2020, I was named the armed forces insurance air force spouse of the year. So here I am being recognized by my community that you had pointed out. And I was just like, what if it, it was really a no brainer. It was like, oh, I'm going to utilize the niche that was already highlighted for me and advocate for military marriage. And that's how it bloomed into this holiday that we celebrate annually on August 14th. So, so much fun. I still get to use my, my planner brain for that because it's really just a big party that like slides in education and counseling things. And the big goal for that is for it to be a festival that couples can come to and we get funding and sponsors and partners who can make it a free experience for those couples and just love on them. So that is, that's the full circle from a strategy session to uh, the transition of today. And even now with my company, Be Carol Events, like I mentioned, I transitioned from weddings and now I primarily serve B2B. And majority of my clients that I absolutely love are thought leaders, they're authors, they are people who have communities that are doing within six and seven figures, and they know their message. They have a small but mighty team, and I get to come alongside them and bring my planner brain to design experiences that are goal-focused and has a strategy for them to hit the milestones, the, the monetary goals, so profitability, and, and bring in those efficiencies so that they can execute experience because most of those thought leaders are so busy serving that doing a big event or a virtual event feels like, I don't really want to do that. I'm going to stick to what I know. And they're leaving a lot of money on the table or a lot of that impact that they could be having with people. They're, they're leaving that unanswered when their communities are craving that. So I'm excited that I was able to transition and the pandemic had a lot to do with that. You know, once everything shuts down in the, in the industry, you're like, do I really want to keep doing weddings? I had wedding clients for like two years, like, no, thank you. And one of, one of which was, well, not even one, both were amazing. Even with the most ideal client, it still made me face the reality that I loved personal development, even from that first strategy session. I love and respected thought leaders and I could bring something to the equation because I had done the work, I'd invested in myself. So a lot of the people who were in these programs with me are like, Brie, don't you do events? Can you help me? Can you help me? And it was about listening to my audience and answering that call. So that's how that transition happened. I mean, it's just, I'm so proud of you because- even when someone gives you like a little nugget, like you have to go and, and do the fucking work. Absolutely. You got to build it. You got to be consistent. You, every time I go, it's funny. People think like, we probably always live on social media because we have, you know, we, we pump out consistent content, yes. but I might spend 30 minutes a day, like just looking, updating, seeing like what's, you know, going on with right. our friends and um, you're always on your podcast comes up and I'm just, I see you like what you're doing and you're consistent. And I'm just like, I'm so happy for you that you listened. Like, is I, I know like sometimes I've COVID has made me so much more like sentimental and cheesy, not cheesy, yeah. but like have more empathy and, yeah. um, and realize that like, we got to take a step back and like, 
really feel what's going on because right. as entrepreneurs and especially in weddings, cause it's so emotional, yes. we just don't, I mean, I don't know about you, but I could kind of just like put up a wall and be like, well, this, it is what it is. So mm -hmm. let's not cry about it. Yeah. Um, because we have to be practical about it, right. but just how you, how you transition is just, it's so amazing. So I would just say like, you know, when someone says like, why would you go to B2B? I mean, I think you and I both realized it, that the imp time is short, y'all. Time is short. Yeah. And when your loved ones start getting sick and they pass away and you look at your life and you're like, oh my God, do I want to do 200 weddings this year where some yeah. of them may not end up, you know, um, really <laughs> a team. And right. then, or when you can speak and help people and make more of the impact, you know, you really have to choose. Exactly. Um, you can do both, but then if you do both, it's not going, it's not, it deserves more focus. And in this industry, because it is so emotional, especially going to a bunch of conferences, it's like play, everyone in the industry and hospitality as a whole, they need people like us Absolutely. who are sharing real life case story things. It's like, could you imagine another um, military wife like coming to me? I'm like, I can't. I don't know. I would send them to you and say, go right. talk to Brie because I don't have anything in common, you know? So I can't talk the talk, nor can I have empathy. I have empathy. I just can't get on. Yeah, you level. can't relate. Yeah. It's different. Mm -hmm. It's different. So you, I, I love you, that. Developed a, you developed a program around it, like the care method. Yeah. And will you tell it, like, I want you to tell, tell Absolutely. us about that. So, um, as I made my transition, uh, and really during the pandemic, I leaned into, um, personal development and and really glean from a coach named Patrice Washington. She's amazing um, because she took yeah exactly she it was like so complimentary um, because she believes in the six pillars of wealth and how and it's something that I see you live out which I'm just like oh, all the alignment from all of my fairy god mothers that <laughs> that I imagine are like guiding me through um, my business. But I looked at just creating a process around what I do as I'm a planner and just in my day-to-day -day life. And what I've come to find out is that you have to care about whatever it is that you're trying to go after um, if you're going to hit that goal. So that's the acronym that I utilize. It's CARE, C-A-R-E. The first step is careful consideration. So if your goal is okay. a event, it is visualizing what the event might have the details like that's great most people stop there but what does it feel like to execute it because as I work with thought leaders they want ease to to come about with their event which means maybe not leveraging their existing team to get that done um, and really getting a clear picture and carefully considering not only what the, the end goal is, but what it takes, what is the cost, which is also why I kind of made that transition, right? From weddings to business, because they have a budget. They're more data focused. They're more driven in those areas. So that's the first step is careful consideration. And anyone who's listening, um, feel free to jot these down because you can utilize this in a myriad of situations. So careful consideration, assess the foundation is the second step. So that looks like, what are your limiting beliefs around you hitting this goal? What are your limiting beliefs around achieving the thing? Or what are the pictures that you've been like seeing that has you believe that, oh, to be a business owner, an entrepreneur, it's hard. 
you may be only looking at people who are on this hustle and grind culture. You might need to look at the foundation, those beliefs, those images, those, those, the highlight reel that we get served and, and dig some of that up so that you can replace it with a foundation that's firm and, and so that you can build upon. And I think that's what I, that's the deep work of this process um, when it comes to assessing that foundation, because you have to get honest with yourself about what you want, what you don't want, and what you're willing to do to make it happen. The third step, reinforce the structure. Listen, this is all about boundaries and setting yourself up for success. Angela can totally let you know tons of ways to do this, but just to highlight a couple, it's really creating guardrails for you to accomplish your goal or accomplish a thing. So whether that looks like you have times on your technology where it times you out of social media because it's going to keep you from um, hitting your goal, that guardrail may look like a scripture that you rely on and you go back to when you need to build your faith and build your hope. That reinforced structure could like it be an accountability partner, or as I like to say, my biz besties who don't mind tapping me on the shoulder and saying, you said you were going to post every day. I don't see you on here. What's going on? So reinforcing the structure is huge. And it has a lot to do with the B word, which is boundaries. But please know that the boundary is for you and not for other people. You have to enforce the boundary because they could care less if you establish the boundary today or not but it's something that you need to commit to. So reinforcing the structure is hugely important. And then the last E is engage and trust, which is my favorite part, because that's when we put our combat boots on this process and we have to take action. You can plan, you can dream all day long, but nothing is going to happen if you don't take cash action. So you have to engage, you have to implement the plan, you have to lean on those reinforcements, you have to go back and enforce those new mindsets that you had to do and trust, which is a huge one, you have to trust yourself. And that can feel really new to some people who maybe are relying on someone else, social media, someone who's made it to tell them what to do, you have to believe it for yourself. You have to believe that you are capable, that you have everything that you need to accomplish a thing, and you can go out and and trust the plan that you, the process that you put in place so that you can execute. So that's C-A-R-E, careful consideration, assess the foundation, reinforce the structure, and engage in trust. That is the care method. I love it. It, and, And some of the steps too, at least like, as I go through, um, you know, my own transition things, it's like when I lose passion, um, you know, like you said, the hardest thing for myself, I don't know about you is being honest with yourself Yeah. because, you know, I don't look at, I, I don't get into the numbers. I don't get into bank account. I don't, um, you know, that's why we have an accountant, yes. but <laughs> when I do have to get into that stuff, it is, um, you know, in the bank accounts going down, 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 because you're saying no to the things that you're just not passionate about anymore while you're trying to build something else. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, you know, getting the messages of, well, you might want to consider taking an event or two. And I'm like, that just, it just takes the focus away from 
what you're trying to do and what your team wants to support you to do so you can show up and serve more people. But I will say that the one that sticks out to me the most that you're talking about is the mindset piece. Mm -hmm. And, um, and this has been really hard because, uh, and, and I don't know if you see this in, in some of the people that you work with in the military, but I do think that the military has some great, um, programs to, Mm -hmm to help support people and like the communication and, and all in a lot of different areas. I know they have some great chaplains and things like that, but the difference is, is those, the chaplains, they've never been where the client is. So yeah. it's really hard to talk about the feeling. And so I've noticed that until a business owner or a business leader is experiencing that emptiness, um, they're not going to understand like why you are trying to help them focus on this other thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And so being honest with yourself and sitting still, like, um, I mean, I've been going constantly for 10 months and then, you know, I get to come home and I get to sit still and I get to look at things that I haven't looked at in 10 months. And I'm like, wait, what is going on here? I'm like, what is happening? I'm like, is this process still working? Like, why are we doing this? They're like, you told to do that. I'm like, I have to sit down and be honest. And, and the, and shit changes all the time. It does. And so I really, I love what you're doing, like, because you're helping people with like the internal work, which is the hard part, but you make it fun. And I mean, I like to make it fun too. I'm like, Absolutely. we'll just dance and like Absolutely. turn on some music, like, you know, but you make it fun, approachable. You're not judgmental, which mm-hmm. again, like every industry, you know, you, they're judging people or sizing them up no matter how much money you have or what you do, that doesn't define who you are as a person and money can't make you happy. And another person can actually not make you happy. You have to be happy with yourself first. And then you can spread all the positivity. Um, But I just, I love, I'm I'm a huge like acronym person because it keeps me focused. And just like um, one of our new acronyms is pattern. Like what's the pattern going to be? You know, the the strategy around it, but then you have to follow a pattern to make sure the outcome is going to be where you want it to be. Exactly, exactly. People are just like, um, we, as, as leaders, we don't ask ourselves until someone else asks us, like, what do you want? Like, how many things do you want to do? Like, and to sit down alone by yourself and think about it and then put a strategy together is just not very fun or motivating. But when you get in a room of people that we know we all need to take the time to do it, you should do it once a year, um, which is why we used to do Cabo stuff and like, you know, do that annual retreat. It looks a little bit different this year for multiple reasons. But um, it's just reassessing all of those things. And then it's an easy acronym for people to remember, like, am I taking care of myself? Mm -hmm. And like, are we hitting these four boxes or these, you know, people are like, oh, they're letters. I'm like, oh, no, it's it like means the world to me because I can actually like remember stuff, which is not always, you know, the case. So it's just um, like creating the recipes and creating the Life doesn't have to be hard. You know, I see this thing pop up all the time. That's like, choose your hard. Like being fit is hard. Being overweight is hard. Yes. Being married is hard. Not being married is, is hard. Yes. Um, you know, I'm at the age where a lot of my friends, they've been uh, married and divorced, some more than once, some more than twice. 
And, um, you know, people look at it as such a negative thing. And I'm like, I kind of feel like sometimes marriage should be like a car lease for like every two years. It's like, okay, is this still working? Yeah, is this still working? <laughs> like, okay. If it's not working, do we want to go through like personal development stuff together? Because if you're not on the same page as a couple, and mm-hmm. then you're not on the same page with your boss or your coworkers, in work, it's like, you can be pretty miserable, even when you have plenty of money, you're super fit. You know, it, 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 that's why it's like, you can't ever look and like judge, judge a book by its cover. Right. Um, do you have any, like, like a story that just sticks out in your head where it's just like, oh gosh, if this, if this couple didn't go through this, like there's, there's just no telling like where they would be. That was just like life-changing that, yeah. that you could share that's like your favorite story <laughs> I think um especially as it relates to the military side so and to back up a lot I love working with that military side via military marriage day and we're actually walking with, alongside some friends of ours currently and um unfortunately just the change in mission and what his work uh had him do um, really call triggered him to like lean into drinking very heavily. So what I like to in, educate people on is in the military life, if you look up what the top stressors are, um, you'll find that that is our every three years, like um, change, loss of job or change of job. Like we, we experience that all the time. Moving is a top stressor. We do that maybe every year sometimes or or three years it just depends on what branch like these top stressors loss of of friends or like health issue like these are things that we are dealing with on a regular basis because the service member can be put in harm's way or just regular life stuff right um and it is something that i've seen in this particular couple where life is just happening and he had uh, a issue with alcohol and she was going back and forth and she's actually pregnant at the time. And she was going back and forth of like, I want to be there to support him, but like, I'm about to have a baby. I don't know what the heck is going on. Like if I, if I say something to his leadership, he can get in trouble. If I don't say something like yeah. what will happen with us. So we are currently walking with them through that season. And man, he got the help that he needed Um, He's showing up for his family. And it's just one of those things where had like, I not been doing the work that I'm doing, like educated on where to point them in the right direction, or just uh, being a listening ear to them. I'm just like, they would have been another statistic because the military field is rated as one of the top career fields with the highest divorce rate. Like, it, it is yeah. right up there. I think bartending was like the next one, which I was like, yeah, I can see how a bartender maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, yeah. it was one yeah. of the, the top divorce. It, it's one of the career fields that have the highest divorce rate. So that is, that is the first kind of story that kind of comes to mind. That's like, if we didn't lean in on communication, if we didn't get really specific on our goals from a couple standpoint, like this could be the end result. As I work with my thought leaders who are coaches and in 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 industry, um, the top thought that comes to mind with not using a care approach was a client that I had to fire, who is an amazing person in personal development, 
but she did not trust the process. Um, she yep. was looking right and left at what everyone else was doing. And she wanted to mimic events um, and wanted me to just be on board to just do a, it, she didn't have a focus goal that she was working through. I'd ask her about her numbers, her sales for the event. She didn't want to, again, she just bucked the system the, the entire time. And as much as she enjoyed the process or she enjoyed or communicated enjoying working with me, we got to the first warning sign where I was like, oh, I might have to fire her after this. We resolved it. But then the second time I, I had to let her know, like we can no longer work together. And then it became a, well, what about this? And what about this? And what about this? And I was like, you should have been listening to me. I've been trying to tell you because now I cannot be held responsible for the delays and the lack of decision-making, the lack of trust in yourself, um, not allowing people yes. to shine in the way that, that, that you could allow your team to shine. And it's really sad because we look at these thought leaders and not all, because by, yeah. by all means, most people check out, but you'll look at these thought leaders and think that they have it all together. And I felt like I'm not just your planner, I'm your coach at this point, <laughs> because yeah. I have to remind you the importance of communication following the care method leads you to an end result that you say you want. But if you're looking at what somebody else has as what you want, that's not unique to you. You have to utilize a strategy, whether it's in relationships or whether it's in business that makes sense for you. Angela gave me information and, and a recommendation to run with the military community. You can't look at me working with my community and then say, oh, I'm going to do something for the military. It won't be aligned. And I think oftentimes people can look at how even your transition through the years and be like, oh, I'm just going to do what Angela is doing. And it's like, if it's not a fit for you, if it's not strategic to how you want to live your life, if it's not strategic to how you want to operate your business, like then leave it alone. I think it can be a, a comparison can be a huge distraction for couples and for businesses really. And, and that's yes. why I, I want to lean more so and just communicate a message that look, it is okay to be uniquely yourself, to be authentic, to shine in your niche. You're not going to make less because I am happy to say after I left my government job, my first year in business full-time, I was over the six figure mark for the first year, which is not the norm. It is not heard of, but it is because I stayed true to what was authentic for me. I knew I had to leave weddings if I was going to make the impact that I wanted to make and work with thought leaders. I knew to show up bigger for my military community. I can't be cutesy with linen. I needed to start connecting them with lawmakers and our government officials so that they can pour resources into the community to truly make a difference in the couple's lives. And I can't be your planner <laughs> and telling you that you need counseling, that you, you might fire me. So I, I had to do what was aligned for me. And I think in both of those cases, it's caring. It's about caring about what you want and caring about your goals and not looking at someone else's and making their goal your goal. It's about you and it's okay. The journey is going to look different for everyone out there, just like the journey has looked different for me as a military spouse. Heck, I am moving in the summer. I have moved almost every year <laughs> the past couple of years. So I had to figure out what works for me and how I run my business because it has to be mobile. I cannot 
do what the average person says of work on my SEO for the area. That doesn't work for me. I'm going to be gone in a year. So it's it's being strategic. And if anyone could get a takeaway from, from all of this, it is transition is okay. Lean on a strategy and care about your goals. I love it. This has been, I'm just, I'm so, I love like seeing like, I mean, you're always happy and fun, but it's like, I feel this whole new like energy around where you just, I, you know, you hear people say, follow your passion, the money will come. And I'm like, I want to vomit when I hear that because it's like, it can come, but it takes a plan and it takes time and it takes consistency and a strategy. So, and then, you know, people just leave it out. So if people want to connect with you, tell them where and how they can connect and learn more. Absolutely. So anyone who is like, oh, she said something about the military and I never hear anything about the military, check out Military Marriage Day. Even if you're a brand and you're someone who's like, hey, I would love to contribute to this movement. Or if you are a military married couple, check out militarymarriageday.com. We're also on Instagram. It's like my favorite place to play for all the things. And to connect with me and find out more about my events business, B Carol Events, you can find me at B Carol Events on Instagram, LinkedIn, and all the places. I love it. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for your time. Thank this you. This was so awesome. And if you're listening or watching, thank you so much for your time today. And again, like Bree said, like, please reach out and like, any question that you think is stupid or something that you're dealing with, like, I promise you, we've been there, like reach out because we, it, there's nothing. I hate it when people are like, I hate to bother you, but I'm like, you're not bothering me. <laughs> like, you know, we really actually want to help. So we'll put everything in the show notes with all of the website and all the links so that you guys can connect with Bree and everybody have a GSD day and I'll catch you next week. Bye, y'all. That's it for this week's episode of Business Unveiled. Now that you have all the tools that you need to conquer the world and GSD, get shit done, would you share this with your friends and fellow business leaders? One thing that would really, really help us and help new listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a comment in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in and listen to Business Unveiled. You can check out the show notes at angelaprofit.com slash podcast and link up with us on social media so you can share your biggest insights and I want to know your aha moments. Until next week, remember, the profitable shifts and structures you're creating in your business help you be more present in your life. So get out there and GSD.